Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 45 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about our basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com. Tonight, we are talking about leadership in uncertain times. We have an amazing guest with us this evening, our very own Director of Training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for over 30 years. And in addition to the PSI Basic Seminar, she facilitates both the Life Success Course and the Women's Leadership Seminar. Kathy, are you with us? I most certainly am, Kat. Very excited to be here this evening. I always love it when you talk about leadership because it's such a consistent theme and you are just a master at uh, supporting leaders and rising up in their lives. So for all of our listeners, how do you know if you are leading or if you have what it takes to be a leader? Well, that is a great question and thank you very much for the compliment. But a few things I want to say before I get go down you know, talking about, do we have what it takes? So, you know, I teach the woman's leadership seminar and it's so fascinating to me is because there are so many different women that come to the leadership seminar and leadership doesn't necessarily mean that you are the CEO, COO, CFO, uh, CFO of a company. What we talk about is that we are leading ourselves. And that's really what I want to talk about tonight is because right now in the world, more than anything, like we have not been faced with what we've been faced with in the world uh, over the last six months and even longer in some parts of the world. And we've never had this in front of us. And so the only time that we can honestly, excuse me, really create certainty within us is that we have got to be solid in who we are. And because things are gonna get thrown our way. Did we know this pandemic and COVID was gonna get thrown our way? Absolutely, no, we did not. But it is a great example of, are we prepared? And I believe that if we are prepared internally, we can always direct our life. And that's what leadership of self means. Is that am am I congruent within myself? Am I internally aligned within myself? And if I am, no matter what gets thrown at me, I will find a solution. I will find a new way to navigate. But if I'm uncertain and I'm worried about what people are thinking and what are people going to do and I'm worried about the future and I'm worried about this and I'm worried about that, Like I lose all congruency and and certainty within myself. I mean, I am sure that so many of us on this call tonight can relate to that. I mean, I've had challenges over the last six months of like, holy Toledo, like we are 100% used to doing classes in person and now we have adjusted. I mean, I'm even in my marriage, I'm used to 
you know, and we're, we're going to celebrate our 27th uh, anniversary this year is that, you know, I'm pretty used to like, okay, I go out and I teach a class. I'm gone for seven days. So I come back refreshed. This has been like the longest time my husband and I in 27 years have spent together. And so there has definitely been some trying times about like having that certainty because when we have expectations on someone else, what they're supposed to do or what we want them to do, there is absolute, then we have no certainty within ourselves. So I think there's a whole lot of takeaways for everyone on the call tonight. And I, I really hope that you're listening in terms of not the circumstances in your life, but where we come from and where our teachings are in the basic and the life success course and leadership seminars, it's about who you are internally. And that it's like, I always make it, I always say in our classes, it's an inside job because I believe every single person is capable. So when you ask that question about, you know, what does it take? It is some people aren't cut out to lead a group of people, but they certainly are cut out to lead themselves. And in that, you may very well be leading your children. You may very well be leading your family. So in that case, we're always leading someone. The question is, where are you leading them? And we can't effectively lead someone if we are not congruent within ourselves. So I know from my own personal experience, as well as you know, the hundreds, uh, thousands of people that I've seen do our classes over the years, like people walk away with a renewed sense of empowerment and hope and trust and belief in themselves and courage and self-worth, all of those things. You talked a lot about certainty, especially having certainty in these uncertain times. So what can someone do specifically to develop certainty? Well, I, I feel that how we develop certainty is one of the ways is that we've got to identify where we're at. And so <clears throat> I'm going to give everyone a questionnaire, so to speak. And I'll, I'll do this a little slowly. But in our life success course, we have, uh, well, in my time, it was called the manuscripts. And now it is called the path to liberty. And it's in our leadership chapter. And it's really identifying different qualities and how am I displaying these qualities? So uh, I got this from a very wise woman that I absolutely think is the greatest woman in the world, Teresa Corbett, who leads the Las Vegas area, the Orange County area and the Toronto area. She's amazing. And she actually, we were talking the other day and she was telling me about this and I said, oh my gosh, that is brilliant. I got to borrow it. So, you know, I'm always big on you got to give credit to where credit is due. And so what I'm going to invite everyone to do, because I think that there is a something very powerful in identifying where we're really at. And sometimes that's where all of our resistance is, is because we don't want to look at, OK, here's how it is, because there's some shame or guilt or blame you know, about how oh, I should be here, I should be doing this, it shouldn't look like that. So if everyone could just like wipe away the guilt and the shame and your comparison shopping, so to speak, but actually go, okay, let me look at how I'm displaying these parts of myself. Because 
everyone has the ability to lead themselves, everyone. And everyone has their ability to lead other people at different degrees. You know, some people are absolutely cut out, cut out to be president of a company. Some people aren't, but in the, in the scheme of things, you are still leading someone and it all starts with leading yourself. So I want to just give you a different spin on of really examining yourself. So I want you to rate yourself and let's call this that tonight is report card day. Like you're giving yourself a report card about, okay, so how have I shown up in these particular areas? Because I'm going to tell you right now, these areas will absolutely 100% uh, instill a certainty about the value you are as a human being. So the first area I'd like you to rate yourself is how, your compassion. Like how much compassion have you been showing for the people around you, for what you watch on the news or what you see out in your neighborhood or what you see out in your community? So on a scale of one to 10, rate yourself on how compassionate you really have been. And then rate yourself on you how intuitive you have allowed yourself to be. And intuition is all about trusting that part of ourselves that sometimes we don't listen to, but that little voice inside that the truth is it's always right. So rate yourself on your intuition of really have you been listening to you? And from that listening, are you acting on it? Or are you waiting for external circumstances to give you permission to act on it? So again, rate yourself intuitively on a scale of one to 10 of how you have been displaying your intu intuitive side and acting on it. And then number three, uh, your ability to see others' perspective especially more so what I've noticed over this time, I'm going to kind of go down a lane, a little different lane right now. But what I've noticed right now that has happened is that everything, there's just been a giant, giant spotlight on all the things that haven't been working, but they got covered up. And so just take a moment and really ask yourself, have you been using your ability see someone else's perspective or have you possibly found yourself caught up in continuing and getting dug in about your perspective or your way and again rate yourself on a scale of one to ten and then <clears throat> this is a great one is your uh, your spirituality like are you alert to your spiritual spirituality meaning your connectedness to something bigger than just you. You know, it's almost like when we look outside. In fact, I just was before we were going to have this call, Kat. I was just outside on my deck just looking out at just the beauty and just the connection to this thing called Earth, this thing called Mother Nature. So are you allowing yourself to connect with your spiritual side? Again, rating yourself on a scale of one to 10. Now, the next one, which is really great, are you resilient 
and adaptable to unexpected change. I started laughing when I started looking at this one. Oh my God, especially for all of us control, you know, type A personalities. Like if we're not in control, we don't know what to do with ourselves. And if we have ever experienced a time in our life when there is unexpected change, it is right here. And the next one is terminally optimistic. So rate yourself on that one. Have you been terminally optimistic? Meaning like, okay, I can see, you know, I can see a rainbow through this. I can see an opportunity here. I can see this possibility. Or have you found yourself in the doom and gloom? Oh my gosh, there's no way out of this. So terminally optimistic. And then one that is critical for all of us is the, have you been exercising your gratitude muscle? So how often have you been just stopping for a moment and really being in gratitude to your partner, to your husband, to your wife, to your child, to the circumstances you have found yourself in? Like rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 on that one. And the next one, which I just think is, this is just great, is that, so rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. Do you think that you're good looking? I started laughing because of course I was like, of course I am. And then I really, okay, wait a second here. So am I being cocky? Am I being egotistical? But let's try translate that good looking to self-esteem. So is your internal self-esteem high? Not ego. I'm not talking about ego here at all. I'm talking about your belief in you and what you have to offer to the world. And then have you been patient and kind to yourself? Again, on a scale of one to 10. And the last one is, is our internal alignment. So for many of you on this phone call, you might have discovered over the last six months at that, wow, thank gosh, I am internally aligned because I have been thrown every challenge in the world. And some of you have might have been finding that at times you're, you are absolutely aligned, but at times you find yourself so internally shaken on the outside you look like you have it all together but on the inside you're just not quite sure so the point of this and just kind of look at the overall rating of yourself is that okay where have I not been willing to be in gratitude of regardless of what the circumstances are where have I not been unwilling to be patient where am I not really listening to myself where am I where have I stopped being compassionate for myself and for other people? Because I believe that that's where we're going to create certainty. If you look at those 10 items and you go, okay, if I just started to practice this, these 10 areas of my life and check in with my attitude, check in with my outward focus, check in with how I'm being, it might tell you a whole lot that is very critical about identifying what point A is because it's so fascinating to me. I mean, I fall into this also. I'm not saying I don't because I do. I just want to get there. 
Like, could I just get to point B? But sometimes it's our journey to get to point B who makes us who we are. And I'm going to even take out sometimes. It's all the time. Because, of course, are we going to set goals? But the other part of setting goals, people, is that we're going to fail. And part of maybe there's some lessons in the last six months of our failures are actually teaching us and to create a healthy, healthy relationship with failures and with our successes. And maybe neither one doesn't identify what kind of a human being I am. It's just I failed or I succeeded. And to look at, okay, what worked over here, what didn't work over here, and now what worked and what didn't work over here, so that I keep raising the bar on myself. When I raise the bar on myself, I am definitely becoming more, much more certain. But when I am uh, criticizing myself and comparing myself, that bar is not going to come very high, and my certainty is going to lessen. So that is one way, definitely, to develop that certainty. And when I have that certainty within myself, I am going to stand in anything is possible. And that is a key. If I don't think it's going to happen, guess what? It's not going to happen. It goes back to what we teach in the basic seminar. You know, to think is to create. If I'm thinking it's not going to happen, guess what? It's not going to happen. I've got to be willing to see the possibility and stand in that possibility. That is definitely one way that we start to develop that certainty. Because what really happens is that we start to create resistance. Is, you know, I don't want to be compassionate because da da da, whatever that because is. I have resistance to how everything is right now. It's not comfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's not something I can control. So when I can't control something, I go into resistance to it, as I guarantee you human beings do. So start to ask yourself, what's all the resistance that you have? That's a key. So yes, I'm resistant to there's no answers. I'm resistant to like this is chaotic. There's resistant to this. There's a resistant to that. You fill in the this and the that for yourself. However, that resistance stops you from moving to another place. So for all of you that are Psy 7 grads, leadership graduates, and LS graduates, you will definitely remember that there is a model that tr- that is all about transformation. And that transformation is something that we go through. We have different forms of it and we go through transformation in this area. And then we start to go through transformation in this area, but there's definitely uh, steps in it. And so I want to review that part because I think that that definitely, again, will instill a certainty in everyone that's listening to our podcast tonight. And that all starts with when we have resistance So first of all, you got to acknowledge that you have the resistance and start to dig a little deeper about, okay, what am I really resistant to? And wow, what's the price that I'm paying for this resistance? And what is, what is it costing me? Because I think when people start to identify what it's really costing you and what is, what really is the price that you're paying, like it starts to go, wow, why, why am I letting this this resistance get in the way. So I've got to move to a place of acknowledgement. 
And from that, and from that acknowledgement, I can move to acceptance. And then I can actually allow myself to feel that resistance completely. Because sometimes what happens is we resist our resistance. And sometimes you gotta allow yourself, I'm not talking about doing this for a week at a time, people. This is like, okay, this is like, I gotta move through this because I got more important things to do in my life. Instead of allowing ourselves to get stuck on what's the resistance that we're experiencing. But to start to identify, acknowledge what it really is and let yourself completely experience it. So you get it out of your body. It doesn't have you. And then you can actually move into a place of nothingness. So it's gone. That's freedom. Nothingness is okay. It's out of me. I'm spent, but I'm spent in such an incredibly freeing way. And from that place, then I can choose. I can choose from a place of commitment. I can choose from a place of here I stand and the world will adjust. And as I talk about that at the Life Success Course and the leadership seminars, is that I can stand in, here I stand and the world will adjust. And it doesn't mean that I have to be, you know, angry and bossy and bully people. No, I can actually stand from a place of grace and stand with fire in my belly and move from that place. And that's where it all happens. Because here's the deal, people, is then ask yourself where, because this is a great line from the Life Success Course, and let this sink in. When what is becomes more important than what isn't, the game is over. So I'm going to suggest if there is a internal conflict that you're questioning your certainty is that where have you been making something important that really isn't important? When what is becomes more important than what isn't, the game is over. And when you allow yourself to see what is possible, now that's a game to play. And <clears throat> now the other part that we that we really want to acknowledge for ourselves is that sometimes we get stuck in that wow, I've allowed myself to only hold this in my life. So start asking yourself, have is all your holding, is all of your resistance, is all of your concern. So if that's where you're putting your focus, that's what you're going to attract. So again, you got to be willing to let go. You got to be willing to trust you. And let's go back to that those 10 things that you rated yourself on and start to look at, okay, where do I have to start to focus my energy? Because when we start to create like what's possible, that is going to absolutely 100% create a certainty inside of us. You know, also at the Life Success Course, um, part of what I'm really talking about here is our, a lecture about be, do, have. So often people are saying, when I have this, then I can do this, and then I can be this. So ask yourself if there is where you have not allowed yourself to show up as a leader of yourself, 
because you're saying to yourself, you're disguising, you're lying to yourself that I have to have this so then I can do this and then I can be a leader. No, let that's all backwards. You be a leader first. And I'm talking about leader it, congruency inside of yourself, like your belief that you have all the tickets to address anything that is coming your way. And trust me, I get it. There is, all of us have been hit with a lot of things. Like how do I, how do I teach my homeschool my kids because they can't go to school? How do I run my business? How do I have a relationship? How do I take care of myself? Well, I'm going to tell you is that every single day you've got to plant seeds and you plant seeds in the belief and the hope that there's a tree that's going to grow. And guess what? Hate to tell you, mother nature might have something else in, in store for you. So you might be planting all these seeds and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, it's growing, it's growing. And all of a sudden mother nature throws a tornado in. It doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean the seeds don't have value. It just means I just thought I'd throw you something to see how strong you really are. And here's the truth. Obstacles are there for a reason. They are there for our growth. And so I'm going to say, keep planting seeds. And I'm going to that and the seed to plant every single day is a seed of contribution. Because when we are contributing to others without thinking that we're going to get something back is that we, I guarantee you, we will become certain within ourselves, knowing that what I have to give matters, knowing that what I'm giving, I might not see the immediate result or from that person, but it is going out someplace that it's going to come back to me. Let's go back to one of the anchors of the basic seminar giver's game. So what I put out comes back. It doesn't say from the same source. So <clears throat> though it sounds simple, it's just, it's time to like, we got to rise up. We got to rise up in terms of we've got everything in front of us that is possible. It just looks really different. And probably the biggest thing for all of us is that we've to let go of what we thought it's supposed to look like and be willing to create come something completely different. But going back to those 10 items, you standing in those critical areas and really operating from those places. I know that sounds very jargony, but it's true. When I operate from that certainty, from compassion, and being willing to step into somebody's shoes and really listen to my intuition, I'm going to show up. Instead of looking at what I'm going to get out of this situation or you know, what's in it for me, start looking at how can I possibly give here? What can I contribute? So when you have all this craziness around you that, okay, I got to have some compassion for that person because, hmm, they don't know exactly what is really happening. So I've got to be the bigger person. One of the things that I love Michelle Obama said, regardless of politics, but she does say a, a line that I love, and that is going to take the high road. And, and you have heard that from many, many people. 
But where have you been unwilling to take the high road? Because when we are willing to take the high road, again, we start to instill that internal alignment because that alignment is we start to become congruent with our beliefs, our values, which leads to our purpose. And I believe that every single one of us were put on this planet to have an extraordinary life. Absolutely 100%. And so what is, what are you let, what are you letting get in the way of you showing up internally congruent and leading yourself to what matters? Because I promise you, two years from now, your life is going to look very different, but that is going to be based on the seeds you're planting today. You know, ask yourself, are you happening to the world or are you letting the world happen to you? And maybe every morning you start to ask yourself a question, how will I live this day out in greater contribution to myself and others? Because I was asked a question a few months ago is, what do you want to be known for during COVID? Do you want to want, do you want to be known for the one that sees absolutely no possibility? Do you want to be the one that complains about it and talks about how it used to be? Because ladies and gentlemen, we are at a new normal. It is not going to look the same. And if we can't let go of how it was, we will never be able to create the future. So we do have quite a few questions submitted from listeners. However, before we go into questions, I do want to take a moment for all of the people listening in who have not yet done our classes. If you want more tools to support you in your personal growth and living your best life, the basic course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away. And for the results that you really want to create in your life, at the PSI Basic Seminar, you get to uncover your limiting beliefs and discover what has been holding you back from living the life of your dreams, whatever that is for you. The Basic is an experiential class where you will be immersed in powerful exercises and get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. If there's anything you want more, better, or different for yourself and your life, then go to PSIBasicSeminar.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold classes in cities across the country as well as online, so find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's PSIBasicSeminar.com. So first off for questions from NK. How do we trust ourselves so that we make the best decisions under pressure? Okay. So how do we trust ourselves to make uh, the best decision under pressure? Is, <clears throat> I don't know if that's a how-to. It's just trust yourself. And I know that sounds so flippant and just like, how easy is that? But you got to look, okay, is this decision I'm making right now going to support where I want to be? Or what's the bigger picture? I think sometimes we get caught up in, uh, in fact, I just ran into this situation, is that the big picture, I always see the big picture. And sometimes in getting to the big picture and creating that big picture, people's egos get involved. People's, I want to do, do it this way. 
And all I can say is that if under pressure, you got to make a decision. And sometimes guess what? That decision isn't absolutely right. It might hurt somebody's feelings. It might feel like that you disrespected them and you have to be able to clean all that up in the process. But every decision isn't supporting the big picture. If you're not clear on the big picture, of course, it's going to be challenging to make a decision under pressure. But the truth is, we're doing it all the time. Next up from RB, how does a leader who acts with integrity deal with those who do not? That's an interesting question. Is One way is obviously you confront it. And another way is, uh, and it is, it's still confronting it, but you have a conversation about it. And you got to ask yourself, is that true? Or is my, what I define as integrity, very different than how they define integrity? And I always believe that the absolute most effective is to actually sit down and have a responsible conversation. So not from a judgment place, like, listen, you're, you lied, but from a place of, I'm just curious as to what was your thinking about this particular situation? So again, if we go back to our 10 categories is allowing yourself to see someone else's perspective because maybe from how they view it, they're not out of integrity at all, but how you're viewing it, it is. So quite possibly to come at it from underneath it versus at it. Like, okay, let's have a conversation about this versus directly attacking the person. I hope that answers that. From EA, what is the best thing to do if people refuse to listen to you? Oh my gosh. I think of, when I hear that question, I immediately think of uh, when the girls were growing up. And I'm not sure if it's that they refuse to listen to you. And I'm a big, uh, what I teach in every single one of our classes is that, okay, so I got to start to ask myself, what is it about me that is creating this? So where am I not delivering in a way that they can hear me? Am I only delivering in a way that I would hear it? Because how I hear things and how someone else hears things is not the same way. And so to be a to be an effective communicator, I've got to communicate in, in a way that the, I, that the people that are listening, I'm communicating in a way that they can hear me. So for example, in the basic seminar, how you communicate with a massive controller is not the same way you communicate with someone that is a supporter. It just is two different listening. And so the first step I would say to whoever asked this question is to definitely start to ask yourself, okay, what is it about me that they're not listening? So is it, what is it in my communication? I might have the perfect words, but where I come from might be from righteousness and making the people wrong. So you got to do some self inventory first, because oftentimes we start to point the finger at somebody else versus ourselves and not our, pointing our f- finger to ourselves like we're wrong, but just going, okay, let me, let me look at this from a responsible point of view. And if you feel that you're communicating in a very responsible point of view, it might be again, going back to responsible communication 
is sitting down and saying, you know, I'm trying to uh, understand. I get the feeling you're not listening. Is there something in my communication that is disturbing to you or turns you off so that you don't want to listen to me? Uh, Next up from JT. I'm having difficulty keeping those that I lead focused. They are obsessed with the virus and in fear of the unknown, and production is down as a result. That is such a great question. I think there are so many people that are facing the same thing. Is how do I lead my team in this time? The first thing that I've discovered is that you got to be honest. You know what? It's, it's, it's hell. We don't know. All we know is today. And we got to work together to make today the best to prepare us for our future. That is the best. I think that what people want more than anything is to have honesty. And that honesty supports people in absolutely 100% uh, standing with you and getting it, getting into, getting in it together versus separate. Next from AN, how do you set goals when the future is so uncertain? Oh, I love it. I think setting goals is the perfect thing to do right now. Because setting a goal, whether that's a physical goal, whether that's an emotional goal, whether that's a spiritual goal, is going to set you up for how you are being today. I mean, what if, gosh, I know, I'm not going to say this right, but it's something like the, uh, it's a, it's a definitely a biblical phrase, but it's the, it's the man or woman that do not, we diminish without dreams. So if you translate that to goals, yeah, you're right. We don't know what the future brings, but you, you have got to put a stake in the ground to create the future that you dream about. So don't let anyone take that away from you. I don't care what uncertain times we have is that now is the best time ever to set those big dreams, those big goals and act as if it is so, so that it becomes so. So utilize every day in front of you. Like you don't want to be known for the person that it just sat around during this whole time and did nothing. Like, are you prepared? If COVID, if we had a vaccine, if we were all back out working on the street going, we could have classes of 100 people. We could have uh, events happening. Are you prepared for that? And how you are today will prepare you for the future. So even though you might be working from home, even though you might not be out of your house, even though you are teaching your kids, homeschooling, et cetera, et cetera. Act as if it is so, so that it becomes so. So absolutely set goals and do today what is going to set up tomorrow. That's great. Next from AB, how can I blend leadership with being of service to others? I'm not sure if there's a distinction. I think that being in service is part of leadership, is that how can I contribute? Is how am I contributing to the pe- contributing to the people I lead? And how am I actively contributing to my community? How am I actively contributing to what's happening in the world? So I'm not sure if it's separate. I think that as a leader, 
how can I be of greater service to the people that uh, I am leading? What can I do for them? What do they need? That's one aspect of service and contribution, you know, taking it on a big scale, looking out in the world and here's a need and filling it. Sometimes that need is bringing lunches to the people at the hospital, um, bringing lunches to the firemen, to the police officers, to the school, donating uh, lunches to the children that don't have it. So take it on a wider, bigger scale for yourself on that one. Next from RE, how can I best work through feelings of anxiety that cause me to freeze while experiencing uncertainty? Oh, this is so good. One of the things I learned a few months ago in just going into this whole when we first start shutting down, and it's when we have make a schedule for yourself. Like, here's what time I'm getting up. This is what I'm going to do today is the certainty that you must create in your own life will lessen the anxiety around you. And so I say definitely, you know, if there's scientific research that says, you know, every hour, every hour and a half, get up and move around. Like this is highly unusual that, you know, I can't even imagine the percentage of people that are just like working completely from their computer. And so you got to like move around, get up, walk around your home, go outside, breathe in the fresh air, like do things that are going to fill you back up. Because the truth is we, I, none of us, even before this happened, the truth was, is that we didn't even know what yesterday, what tomorrow was going to bring us. Because if we go back to one of the like absolute greatest lectures in, in the basic seminar, you know, first day, last day, today is the first day of the rest of my life. Like we do not know we have tomorrow with or without a pandemic people. So all of a sudden, you know, notice how you're, you want a guarantee for a future. I didn't have a guarantee before on my birthday on January, January 24th. I didn't know if I was going to wake up on January 25th. I had no idea. And I still don't know that today. So all I have control of is how am I living this day out in greater contribution to myself and others. And when I live from that place and I actually do it, it's not just words, who I am, I create that certainty and alignment inside of myself. But when I am wondering what's going to happen, what's going to happen? Uh, I don't have a, I don't have a bulb. I can't tell you the future. And all you can do is like, yes, I have this dream. I have this goal. So today I'm working towards that. And today I will contribute to myself. I will fill my cup back up and I will contribute to someone else. Next from JL, what do you do when you've rolled the dice and lost everything? Oh, that is a tough one. And <clears throat> not to be harsh, however, you made a choice. And so there has to be some place inside of you that you knew that you made that choice that it was possible I could lose everything. You did. So now the other part is, is that if you created all that, you can create it again. That's the truth. I mean, if you look out through generations of <clears throat> people that have made millions and lost it, they absolutely did it again. So you could either fall under it all and beat yourself up for what you did, 
Or you can say, okay, I got a whole new challenge in front of me and start to build on top of that. Next from EF, what is the ultimate goal of leadership? I think that's a really great question, but I'm, tr- I'm attempting to figure out exactly what you mean. Is that <clears throat> I think the ultimate goal of leadership of myself, of self, is that I am standing in certainty and I am aligned. So if I am leading myself, no wonder what gets thrown at me, I can continue. So what is, so if I go, well, what's the point of leadership? Uh, is that, are you asking that question to use as a back door so you don't show up in your life? Or what really is the question? Because again, every single one of us has the opportunity to lead ourselves. So are you letting external conditions dictate showing up? Or are you standing in your core principles, your beliefs, your dreams, your purpose? Are you waking up and being followed by your compelling why? Or are you waiting for someone to tell you what your compelling why is? So I'm going to ask whoever asked that question to peel some layers of the onion back and ask yourself, huh, what do I really mean by that? Because you are leading yourself. The question is, where are you leading? Also add to that, uh, for me anyway, leadership is being a causal agent, causal agent to move myself forward, to move into action, to cause others to move into action. So next from LC, what can I do today that will make me a better leader? That was a good add on to that. Cat <clears throat> uh, is that causing myself to effective action. And so in answer to the question that you just asked is keep what action will you take as a leader of yourself and the lead and the leader around you to the people around you? What action are you taking causing yourself to effective action that is empowering the people around you to effective action. Meaning, are you supporting people in moving or are you supporting people in talking about the same old, same old, same old and really spinning your wheels? Because we are either in a growth mode or a decay mode. So start asking yourself, are you moving towards what you say matters to you or are you sitting around thinking about it, wondering what's next, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? I would, we would put that into the category of decay. So, Kathy, we do have quite a few people listening in who haven't yet done our classes. And I know you've referenced some of the different exercises. I was hoping that before you go into the takeaways, you could just take a couple of minutes to talk about the series of classes that PSI Seminars offers and what makes them so effective. I would love to talk about all three of our classes is that uh, the basic, the life success course and the leadership seminars is really a trilogy of classes. And I would take about the description of the basic seminar as a little different than or an add on of what you talked about, Kat, is that I believe that that the basic seminar is an opportunity for us to really peel back the layers of the onion of ourselves and look at all the things that are great about ourselves 
and some things that we forgot are so great about ourselves and learn some very powerful tools that will support you in being that effective communicator in being the effective uh, listener in understanding other people's behavior and really starting to uncover what's the thought processes that get us in this whole resistance that keeps us into uncertainty that stops us from being causal about our life and to redefine for some people and for others to, uh, to cement what matters most. And again, beginning in the basic seminar, you get to start to look at, wow, I have so much inside of me that I haven't tapped into because we didn't know to tap into it. And so our minds are the greatest thing that we have. And we can absolutely 100% shift the results that we are producing in our life when we start with what's our thinking. What's our beliefs about ourselves, about other people, about the world? And are those beliefs in alignment with what I say matters to me? And sometimes what people start to see in the basic seminars is I haven't really sat down and gone, wow, what really is important to me? I've just kind of gone, well, of course I'm going to have a family. Of course I'm going to have this. Of course I'm going to do that. And then we do it. And many people start to be living, but not really living with passion and with excitement and with true purpose. And so many people that walk into the basic seminar go, I want more of this. And so we have the life success course, which is a seven day course about 100% transformation. It is a beingness course about, let me go back to describing what I was talking about earlier on the podcast about be, do, have is like, who am I really as a human being? And what, like, I've got all this, I've created all this. But I know there's got to be more and more really barrels down to my capacity as a human human being and my ability to contribute in a way I didn't even know that that was even possible. You know, we've been it's been said that as graduates of our classes, we are the graduates that make the impossible possible. And our leadership seminars is everything that we're talking about tonight is leadership of self creating that internal alignment, that internal congruency, that regardless of what is thrown to us, we absolutely stand and here the world will adjust. And I think that as as men and women, because we have the men's leadership seminar and the women's leadership seminar, is that I think it's really critical for us as men and women to create partnership with other men and women So women with women, so that I create a partnership with women versus competition. And then I bring that to men so I can create a partnership with men versus competition. And so all three of those, if you take our conscious, subconscious and superconscious mind, because we have a premise that we work with, that we have three levels of mind. And so all three of those classes are designed to support us in creating that alignment and that congruency. So we're not just thinking about things or or we're led by just our feelings, that we actually have tapped into all three to create that certainty within us. So in terms of, of, I mean, I I could talk on and on about the three classes that we have, like the best in the world. I always tell people at the Life Success Course that if there was 
a better set of trainings about human uh, growth, human leadership, human potential, transformation, I'd be on that train. But I believe that this is the greatest train to be on. And in terms of us as human being, creating an extraordinary life for ourselves and the people that we love and a community that works together instead of uh, against one another. And I'm hoping that the takeaways tonight really that when in doubt, people focus out. When you're not sure, look out and go, okay, how can I contribute to someone else and how can I contribute to myself? And that you allow yourself to 100% plant some seeds. Plant some seeds with the love that you have for your children, with the love that you have for your partner, with the love that you have for yourself. And that absolutely 100% allow yourself to lead with grace and fire. Because one is not better than the other. Some people have a really, you know, I definitely lead with fire and I definitely have to like one of my takeaways of as I was working on all of this is like I'm definitely going to practice leading with grace because I definitely lead with fire because I get so passionate about things and sometimes leading with grace is incredibly power empowering and I just hope that all of you remember that you're important and if you haven't taken the basic seminar enroll in the basic seminar. And for graduates that are listening, one way that you could absolutely 100% contribute and know that you contribute is enroll somebody in the basic seminar. Because regardless of this pandemic, we are having classes. We might have them outside, which we are in San Francisco, might be in a 10,000 foot square foot uh, hotel room, responsibly social distancing with masks on. And what we are definitely doing the basic seminar, we're definitely doing the life success course, and we're definitely doing the leadership seminars. Like right now, more than ever, our mindset, our growth, our belief in ourselves and what we deserve and what we have to give, that creates certainty. So I thank you so much, Kat, for allowing me to be on this this, uh, podcast this evening. One more thing. Allow yourself to lead with a brave heart and allow your imagination to go wild about what's possible. Oh, I love that. A brave heart and a wild imagination. Uh, What a powerful and timely topic. Thank you so much, Kathy, for your teaching and sharing your experience and wisdom with us. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the training and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You don't want to miss next month's training. It's scheduled for Tuesday, September 8th with PSI facilitator Rob Rowe talking about the power of visualization. You can register now at psilive.com and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psilive.com. If you are getting value from our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and share it with anyone you think would benefit. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic course, you can go to psibasicseminar.com where you'll find information about the class 
as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are open for registration. Thank you everyone for being on the training tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in.